This is GM Word of the Week, and I'm Fiddleback. Website The internet is a marvelous place, full of all sorts of interesting things. You can find practically anything you want, from books to movies to music to video games, all the way up to the latest round of internet cat memes. You can even contact your government or get those important TPS reports filed, or maybe you make web comics or YouTube videos or, like us, podcasts. And those are just the bits we can talk about on a family-friendly show like ours. Back in the days when the internet hadn't been invented yet, if we wanted to know about all the weird and wonderful things out there in the world, we had to get these things called books. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe not. Along with books came magazines that arrived once a month in the mail, or TV shows that only aired when it was convenient for the stations broadcasting them, or movies that were in the theater once, never to be seen again. And video games? No such thing. It was just dull Sunday afternoons and comic books for most of us. And if you didn't have cable television, it was even worse. For the young word nerd, hungry for information, ideas, and entertainment, it was total chaos. What we needed was a regular supply of input. What we had was stuff that arrived in fits and starts, seemingly randomly, unconnected to anything else, and often after our bedtimes. Pretty unfair if you ask us, but no one ever did. Eventually, though, thanks to a number of creative and dedicated people we've talked about on previous episodes of this very show, we discovered role-playing games and found a world we could learn about and understand just by reading three or four core books. Well, mostly understand. We still really don't know why dwarves were a class and not a race of their own. Sunday afternoons got a little better but we were confronted by things we hadn't encountered before. Bards and Onis and Yggdrasil and other planes of existence and what's a Thaco? And where did these funny dice come from? And how do we get more? The more we learned about the fantasy worlds of Dungeons and Dragons, the more we realized how little we knew about our own. Something had to be done. Fortunately, in 1989, a man stepped forward, took all the world's knowledge, made it available to almost everyone, and organized it. Tim Berners-Lee was working at CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research. He was a physicist working in the Particle Physics Laboratory, and he had a pretty big problem for someone doing the sort of work he was doing. He had a horrible memory and was very, very bad at making random connections between different pieces of data. He would forget names and faces and basically do that thing where you walk into a room and immediately forget why you are there and what you're looking for. Except Berners-Lee was doing that in a nuclear research facility. So in 1980, he hit upon an idea to deal with his problem. In what now seems like an obvious solution, but at the time must have been the most complicated way to approach it, Berners-Lee decided to write a program that would keep track of and organize 
all the data he needed and, most importantly, to link it all together in a way that made sense not just to himself, but to everyone else who needed to use that data too. The information became a sort of giant web of interconnected hypertext documents. By 1989, he'd hit upon the idea of opening things up so that anyone, anywhere, could not only access the current data available, but add to and share their own data and information. And cat pictures. And he called the first program he used to access it World Wide Web, which, along with the server the information was stored on, he wrote himself. By 1991, everyone in the world who had access to a computer and a phone line could get on the World Wide Web and visit things called websites. Websites, as we're sure you know, are just collections of information organized around specific topics. A website devoted to information about role-playing games might have that information broken down by rule systems into groups like Rifts and Rollmaster and Dungeons and Dragons. And each group would have its own section of the website, called web pages. So now, if you really want to know what Thacko is, or need to discuss how a dwarf or an elf was basically just a job in the early editions of D&D, you can find a website on the World Wide Web fully prepared to discuss just such esoterica. By the way, esoterica comes from the Greek and means belonging to an inner circle or pertaining to those within. Basically, knowledge or information that only matters to a select few. So, how can you use all this information in your game? First, realize that the internet basically exists because a physicist couldn't remember other people's names or faces. Which should tell you a lot about why the internet works the way it does, and why Answering all those tricky little questions about how both our world and the fantasy worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games works is so much easier than it used to be. Second, when you find a website that helps explain both the real and fantasy worlds of your games, maybe check it out. Bookmark it for posterity, so you can always come back to it and check out what it has to say about Ogma or Ketoblipus and even bards and paladins. You know, like the new website for GM Word of the Week at gmwordoftheweek.com. See you there. This has been the GM Word of the Week. It was written by the Angry GM and recorded and produced by me, Fiddleback. You can find more at theangrygm.com and gmwordoftheweek.com.